Hey world, welcome to the Sharice Nicole podcast. I created this space where I'll discuss life lessons, personal stories, observations, unsolicited advice, and ramblings that go on in my chattering mind. Every so often, I will pull in guests to provide different perspectives and discuss a range of topics from nutrition to travel and all things in between. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today's episode is really special. I have another guest, another longtime friend. Uh, I've known this girl since high school, which was over what? Like over 15 years. 15 years ago. And um, our stories are really similar because, you know, after high school, we ended up working together in a couple of jobs. Yeah. And then, um, and then we kind of found our way online and came content creators. So I thought it'd be perfect to bring her on. So I just want to put it over to you. Have you introduced yourself to my listeners? Oh my God. So I am Sani or known as Sani Beauty Online, um, Instagram and on YouTube. And yeah, so I'm a makeup artist here. I've been doing makeup for, I don't even know how long. On myself for a long time, but actually like doing it, doing it like professionally, quote unquote, um, like seven years now, mm. about seven years when I started working at Mac. So yeah, and now I have a new beauty studio that's open. So congrats again. Thanks, thanks girl. Because like, I didn't know. So I knew that you wanted to open up your own. I think it was like a wedding. Yes. I wanted it to be more bridal. Yeah, yeah, But then um, you ended up doing it like this, which is fine anyways, because either way, like your dreams manifest into reality. So yeah, congrats. That's like a big deal. So I wanted to, you know, bring you on here and have us like talk about how you even got there in the first place. But I kind of wanted to go back to, you said you were into makeup for a while. Yes. What, how did you end up in makeup? Because I didn't even know you were interested (laughs) in it. So we worked together at a retail store and then I remember you were just trying to you were trying to apply at Mac yes you started so, like twice or something no like so okay so well actually yes yes you're right that was a long time ago oh my god okay I so remember. basically <laughs> how this all started um I used to just do makeup on myself and like watch YouTube videos and stuff like that like everybody else you know mm-hmm. and when we worked together at Massimo um on my break time I used to pass the Mac store so I'd pass through the Mac store and I'll just look around but that manager there used to always be like oh like I like your makeup like why don't you apply and I was like no like you have to go to school for makeup (laughs) so I'm not going to school for no makeup you know Mm -hmm. and he was like he's like yeah you never know like he would always say you never know um yeah so that kind of was always in my head or sometimes I'd be coming to work and people would be like did you just get your makeup done this morning and I'm like what Mm -hmm. no you know who the hell's getting their makeup done you know I just never thought that there was I didn't know about freelancing at that time so Mm. And then fast forward, um, my sister, she was at a Mac store and she doesn't know anything really about makeup, but whatever she sees me doing, she would do. She was at a Mac store one day and there was a woman there and she's like, hey, I really like your makeup. Like, are you a makeup artist? And she's like, no, like I learned whatever from my sister. And she's like, oh, is your sister a makeup artist? And she's like, no, but she really likes makeup. Mm -hmm. So then she's like, oh, I'm the regional. I don't know what she was at that time, but basically she was a recruiter for like some parts of Canada and she was doing a visit at that store. So when she saw- Was this in Eaton Center? No, it was at Scarborough Town Center actually. (laughs) So she was doing a visit and saw my sister and she's like, okay, tell your sister to email me, here's my card. So I emailed her and Mm. she was like, yeah, come to Yorkdale at 9 a.m. for for a makeup demo. So I had to Mm -hmm. bring a model and my brushes and do makeup and then they timed me. Fast forward, I go to Yorkdale, do the makeup, cool. I moved on to the second round, which is an interview. 
Um, that manager, she interviewed me and then literally didn't call me back. And I was still working at Massimo at this time. So I think like around March of that year, she called me back. That was like three months after the interview, by the way. And she called back to say, sorry, we're not offering you the position. <laughs> three months later so I was like, like no. what I forgot about this but you know but anyway fast forward um mm -hmm. the October of that year the same friend that I brought to do the interview with me like as my model she ended up being enrolled in makeup school mm -hmm. so she's like hey because at that time Mac didn't like tell anybody that they're hiring or anything it was all internal or for mm -hmm. students yeah so anyway she said that she's going to the job fair and to come with her I was like are you crazy like I'm not coming with you they already told me no I'm not gonna go blah 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 and she's like oh I'm scared I'm nervous just come mm -hmm. just pretend and I'm like okay fine I'll pretend so I just did my makeup like normal like like whatever mm -hmm. and I did wear all black just so that I could get in with her but we agreed she's gonna hand in her application before me and then by the time they call me is when we'll be gone basically so she hands in her application and I hand in mine like 10 minutes later and they called us at the same time to do our interview and I was like what the heck so I'm like, whatever. And there was like six managers doing interviews. So she got one and I got another one. And I talked to this manager, three questions probably. And then um, when we left, I got an email from that same manager who was like, um, you know, she's like, I really liked your personality. You were so pleasant and I have to have you at my counter. Oh, and nice. that is how I ended up working at Mac. Wow. <laughs> and that was my manager that I had for like all these years, you know, Lisa Jones. Ah. Yeah, she's super, super nice. And I honestly, I'm like so grateful that she even gave me the chance because that's where I learned everything. And that's how I started my freelance kit. She's mm -hmm. also why I started my YouTube channel because mm. I got a bunch of makeup and I was like, oh, I could start a YouTube channel now because of all this makeup. I could freelance now because I have all this makeup. So yeah, so I learned all that from her. I learned so much yeah. there and yeah, I'm just very grateful for that because that was like literally like a, like a, a stepping, stepping stone. stone. So yeah, after that, everything was just like, that's it. It kind of already sounds like it was meant to be. Like yeah, you it's meant weird, to go right? You did, and you were meant to get the no when you did. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And then to <laughs> only go back with your friend and then apply. So it's like it's crazy. It's yeah. honestly, I was just like, all of this is meaning something. So yeah, that was like October of 2014, and literally, I just left there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah we'll fa we'll fast forward to that part after. Yeah, no, that was yeah, that was such a journey for you. Wow, I didn't know it was like that because I didn't. Yeah, you were like, how the heck did you get there? Yeah, yeah, because I, I knew you were interested, but I didn't know there was like, you had a passion for makeup. So Yeah, I, I, like, I honestly <laughs> didn't know I even had a passion. To be honest, I just knew I liked it. I was like, oh, cool, working at Matt, cool. Like, mm. just another job or whatever. But they actually paid like really well at that time. And I was like, oh, wow, like just do makeup on people and I get this much money. I'm sick. I know. And so like when you first got the job, because like you didn't go to school to do makeup. I didn't go so to you, school. That's so, not a prerequisite, is it? For working so here's the thing. I, I feel like, yes, a lot of stores at that time, now Mac will hire whoever, you know, like as long as you have customer service, they'll hire you. They'll give you a chance. Mm. You can do some makeup because a lot of people can do makeup now. I'm not going to lie. But at that time, it was very like everybody that I worked with went yeah. to school for makeup. And I was the only person at the counter who didn't. So they'd be like, what school do you go to? And I'm like, uh, I didn't. I was actually in school for HR. And I remember that. <laughs> I freaking hated it. But I was like, uh, whatever. So, yeah. And I thought that I had to have a portfolio and mm -hmm. all this other stuff because everybody had a portfolio. Everybody had, like, all this other stuff kit everything and I'm like I only have five brushes to my name <laughs> I only have two mac eyeshadows and that's it you know wow. so I was just like whatever but working there they give you gratis and I just collected a bunch of stuff from working there and now I have like an abundance 
Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so you were there for a while now, and I know that during your journey there, mm-hmm. you started a YouTube channel. So tell me about that. Like, when did you start a YouTube channel so during I, working at Matt? Yes. So basically, I started my channel... I start. I didn't have a camera at the time mm-hmm. when I started, and I always, I always like even in high school. That's what I used to do: watch YouTube videos. I wasn't really watching TV. I was on YouTube like twenty four seven, you know. And I loved it. I loved watching it. And I was like, oh, I could do the same thing that these girls are doing, or da 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 stuff like that, you know. But I just felt like, oh, I don't have a camera, or I don't have the equipment that they have, da da da, whatever. And then. It's like, as soon as I got all of that makeup, I was like, okay, I could do this. Like, I can do different looks because of different stuff, and I could just start now. But still didn't have a camera. And I had a, I always had an iPhone, but at that time I had like a, like a Samsung S4, I think it was called. So I had that for like eight months. And I remember I dropped it, the phone screen was broken, and I was walking by, I was at Yorkdale Mall. I was walking by maybe like Fido or somewhere, one of these phone counters, wireless wave. Mm -hmm. So... A guy was like to me, he's like, whoa, what an ugly phone. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, what an ugly phone. And I was like, what? I was like, is he talking to me? <laughs> and I'm like, um, what? And he's like, he's like, that phone screen is really ugly. And I was like, oh my What's God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God. It was, and it was the person that worked there. Like, and I'm like, because I had it in my hand. Oh, so he's like, he's like, you, he's like you need a new phone. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, I do need a new phone, but I can't afford it. Da, da, da. He's like, oh, we're doing um like a trade-in right now. Like if you yeah. trade that in, we take off some money off your new phone. And I said, okay, what phone can I get? And at that time, I think he said like a six and we'll take off this much money and then you just pay this much. Mm-hmm. No contract, no nothing, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, sick. Like I'll do that. <laughs> So wow. I literally got a new phone that day, and then I was like, "Oh, the quality cam, the quality of the camera is so good. I can start making videos on this." And literally, I swear to everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I swear on everything. I went to Pacific Mall after, got a little phone tripod, a tripod, yeah. and I would just stack up books and just sit in front of my um, window and started mm-hmm. filming like that. And then, like, and then obviously you learned how to edit and all that. As, yes, as so it came up. It's and it's weird because like. Before having a channel, I used to watch videos on how to edit because one of my favorite YouTubers, Shameless Maya. Maya. Yeah. yeah, I love Shameless Maya. And she used to do a lot of videos on like, she used to do Tech Tuesdays. Yeah, I so that. I loved her so much to the point where I would watch those videos, mm-hmm. even though I didn't have any like tech equipment or a channel or anything. But I used to watch. So by the time that came around, I was like, oh, I could just reference back to her videos and then edit like that. So yeah, that's basically how I learned how to edit. A lot of her videos helped me a lot, so. Yeah, I just kind of figured it out as I went along. Because I didn't even know what was entailed. Like, I didn't know what was involved with, like, making a video. I just knew how to point and shoot. And then I was like, okay, editing. Because I think I've seen how to edit before. Like, my brother, maybe I've seen it somewhere. And then I was like, okay. So it was pretty intuitive for me how to do that. And then when I had to do a voiceover, I remember asking you, I'm like, how do you do that? those things? And you're like, I've got to film the audio and then put it on top. And I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like a whole process. It's like Um, each video was a whole learning process, yeah. So I guess, yeah. So you started up your YouTube channel. And Mm -hmm. I guess, like, what was the why behind starting a channel? You said that you'd seen it before and you were like, I can do this. I was like, I could do this. And also, I would always get questions like, oh, how do you, like, say, like, how did you do your eyeliner like that? Or whatever, whatever, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just make a video about it. And then just watch the video, you know? So it was a very, it was a lot of like, oh, I get this question, I'll just make a video on it or 
Mm. Well, you, you're asking about this, I'll just make a video. And then, so like, then what expectations did you have any for your YouTube channel? Like, did you no. know it would lead I, to where you are now? I honestly had no, I was just like, yeah, like, whatever, put a video on there. And I was like scared, but it's like, I like that feeling. I like when something's scary to me. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just put it up and see what everybody says, you know, kind of thing. And it was, the feedback was like so positive. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'll do another one and another one and another one. But I wasn't consistent. That's the part. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting anything of my channels, to be honest. I was just like, whatever, post a video and that's it. I had no plan. No, nothing. It was just know? fun for you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's just exciting or like, it was just like, just do it and that's it. Mm. And just whatever happens, happens. But yeah. the planning and the seriousness came like a little like years later after that hmm. I guess like was it because you hit a certain certain amount of followers or subscribers that you were like okay this is actually you're like this off. is serious um <laughs> okay here's what happened so basically like when I got my first hundred subscribers I'm like oh my god I got a hundred subscribers <laughs> I felt like I was like a million you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I even made a post and everything and I just got a hundred <laughs> subscribers ah next is a million you know <laughs> yeah what a jump and then, so I got to 100, and then maybe, I literally would probably post like once a month. It mm -hmm. wasn't like consistent, the growth wasn't consistent or anything like that. And then YouTube made that new rule where it wasn't- You had to like hit that. Yeah, like- yeah. Minimum. They literally just was like, yeah, you have to hit a minimum. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is getting too serious now. I'm like, they're making it so hard and like not fun anymore. So I don't really want to post. So I took a break for like two months from YouTube. And at that time mm -hmm. I had like 700 subscribers. And I was on Instagram. I was never one of those people who did like um, product reviews on my mm -hmm. channel. Like, I honestly didn't like product reviews ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never watch somebody's video and be like, yeah, I think I'm going to buy that now. You know, never. And I'm like, people don't care to do that. I just always thought, if I don't care, nobody cares, right? False. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on Instagram and I saw Alyssa Ashley. She was posting like that NYX Can't Stop, Won't Stop Foundation and how she collaborated with NYX to make some colors or whatever and I was like oh cool mm. maybe I'll tr actually try that foundation because at that time I only 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 ever use like MAC stuff because mm -hmm. I used to get it at That's work it. yeah you know so basically I saw it and I was like okay like whatever later that day I was walking on Queen Street and I was passing the NYX store and I saw the poster and I'm like oh you know I'm gonna go in and see that foundation mm -hmm. I literally went in picked it up and I was like okay like I'll try it one of these days the following week I try it and I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just record myself trying it. Recorded, tried it, whatever. Everyone got my expression like as is raw, whatever. And I posted it and it's like that video just catapulted. Mm, like so, first, so like, quickly. Yeah, it literally got like 10,000 views like ASAP. And I was like, what the heck? People care to watch me just try a new product. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Or it seemed crazy to me at least. And then... Poof, like within two weeks, I went from 700 to 1,000 subscribers. And I was like, whoa, I'm at 1,000, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, and then my goal was to just get monetized. So I needed yeah. 4,000 watch hours. So I was like, okay, if I, I'm going to post another video same day next week. So I tried another foundation, the Maybelline 24-hour whatever. It came out at the, around that time as well. So I tried that out. Same thing, like 10,000 views. And I was like, whoa. I'm just going to keep doing this. So literally for like a year, I was just trying new stuff, like mm -hmm. new eyeshadow palettes, new concealers, foundation, whatever. Everything, lip, fancy lip stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. Those videos all did like so good. So yeah. Wow. And then poof, I got to 10,000 like within a few months, honestly. 
I was like, what? <laughs> I just think about makeup and I'm like, damn, I wish I knew how to do makeup. I, like, my right? channel is just sharing food and recipes, which is yeah, good yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, no, no, no. But <laughs> even, but the thing is, even my channel now, like, um, there was a point when it got to, it's like the products that were coming out weren't exciting anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, nobody cares about this or like nobody. And so then I felt like I'm, I'm like, I have to change up my channel a little bit. So I added in like vlogs and stuff. Vlogs and like um, try on hauls, hair, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. But like, did you like doing only product reviews or did you want more for your channel? Here's the thing. So I enjoyed it. And then after a while, I was like, this is so repetitive. Like just try something new. And the, the, the product review like world is like. I didn't realize it was such a hustle because I swear to you, if mm-hmm. something comes out today, what I would do, okay, I follow this page called Trend Mood. Trend Mood shows all the makeup products or beauty products that are coming out way before they come out. So mm-hmm. if something's coming out next month, they post and they're like, oh, um, we'll post a date, the release date soon, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So I would follow and I have a category in my Instagram called launch. So I would literally save all the products that I want to... Mm-hmm try out yeah when it comes out that same day i would go to sephora or wherever the product is usually sephora literally it comes out today i'm going to sephora today go yeah. home either that day or film the next day edit and then put it up i would try to do that within like the first three days of the product coming out because that is when it is the most relevant yeah that's golden time literally like you if yeah. you even wait one week that's like yeah. a, that's like a jump in how much views you'll get Crazy. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's a it's its own like whole it's a, yeah, exactly niche on YouTube. It's yes. like makeup, but then makeup product review. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, because it does. Big, it, yeah. It's crazy because I'm like, okay, whatever. Like before, I was just doing makeup looks, and it's like unless somebody's specifically searching for that, I'm not gonna get the views really. Mm. And I found that like that uh, kind of like opened up a whole new part of YouTube for me because it's like you have to search what is searchable. Or like you have to look into what searchable content. More intentional yes. about it. I find yes. like with my videos, I just post what I want to post because I'm yes. going through it, and like and then I notice that I'll get like maybe less than a hundred views, and I'm like, you know what? That shouldn't make me feel less than. Even yes. Though, like I don't have the numbers behind yes. it because like I poured a lot of work into making those videos yes. sometimes. Yes. And for me, I was like, you know what? It, it was getting boring to be honest. I post like reviews mm-hmm. all the time. I was like, okay. But I did sacrifice just doing reviews strictly dickly because I'm like, okay, to me, I saw it as like, bring all the light, like shine the light on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you have everybody, then just do what you want after that. That's true. It's like grow your platform and then just like do what you want to do after. But for me, oh, I'm like, it was a slow growth prior to. <laughs> I always feel like guilty. Like I talked about it in another episode yeah. where I felt like. I was like, oh no, I was I was living up to their expectations of me, not really yes. doing what I want to do. Yeah, so like, yeah. I feel like it's like if I've gotten all these people to know me for one thing and then I switch it up on them, it's yes. like I feel bad that like, I shouldn't yeah. because I can always change my mind. Like it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. And they're there because they like you. Because honestly, people oh, cool. can watch whatever product reviews <laughs> yeah. they want, but I feel like they come back because they like my commentary or whatever, you know? Yeah, and they, they kind of get to know you. They build yeah. a relationship with a YouTube personality. It's yes. interesting how, how that works. works. But yeah, yes. knowing all of that, like it just seems like everything fell into place in your life yes. when it was meant to. When did you start writing things down? When did you start um, incorporating that sort of aspect? So I, the thing is I've been, okay, I started keeping um, agendas and journals for maybe like, let's just say probably five years, right? 
But nothing was like super intentional. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I have maybe an idea, but I never go back to it almost. And then in like 2017, I'd say, is when I started writing down like goals. Like every new year, I would be like, mm-hmm. okay, 2017 goals. <laughs> and then I'd write a whole list of stuff mm-hmm. and then never go back to it. Okay. I would literally write out a list and it's like, I don't look at it until the next new year. And I'm like, are you crazy? You know? Yeah. So then one year I was like, oh my God, I just feel like I'm not doing anything. Although my channel was like growing and stuff, I still felt like I'm not doing anything. You know, all I do is just go to work. Same thing. Very stagnant. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> On my day off, film, edit, yeah. post, back to work. And it just felt so like, ugh. Monotonous. Like, very, yeah. Like, like a hamster wheel. I'm like, it's the same yeah. thing every time. So basically I was like, all right, I kind of want something new. Somebody had asked me to be part of, they were doing some like web girl talk, like a group girl talk thing Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And um, it's like the first question that they asked me was, so uh, what's next for you or something like that? Mm -hmm. No, first you have to say what you do and then you have to say what's next. And I remember just being like, damn, I don't know. I felt like trash. I was like, I don't know what's next. Like, I actually don't have an answer. I really, I had no answer. I was like, what's next? I never thought about that. (laughs) But I knew like things that I would like to do. I like had an Mm -hmm. idea. I'm like, okay, I feel like I could do this or I feel like I'd like to do that. But I had no, like, there was no like active plan. There was no like, this is what I'm going to be doing. I just felt like I wasn't working on anything. I was very like in the moment, what I'm currently doing and that's it. So I'm like, damn, you have to start writing some stuff out. <laughs> and during that time, I heard like on, um, it was like a Facebook, somebody posted something on Facebook and it was a Courtney Saunders episode. And basically she was just talking about the steps to success, like five, five key steps to success. So she just said like, you know, write down a goal, um, three to five goals. She said, don't make a whole list like what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Do three to five and then touch on those goals each day. At least one thing contribute one thing towards that goal each day. So if it's like saving money, it's like, okay, what did you contribute towards saving money today? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did you look into methods of how you can save? Did you look into methods of how you can pay off your debt? Um, did you actually save something today? Like something, just so you're always remembering your goal. And for me, I was never, like if I wrote something down, I was never touching on it. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh yeah, I remember. I think I want to do this and it's the end of the year now. <laughs> You know, so I'm like, no, I'm tired of living like this. I need to be doing stuff. So fast forward, I always wrote lists. I always tried to manifest, but I wasn't actively working working on the things I'm trying to make happen until maybe like last year. Last year. Last year is when I was like, okay, for sure, for sure. But I always keep all my journals. Mm -hmm. So the studio, I had written that down in 2016 and I was never actively working towards it. Mm-hmm. until recently <laughs> do you think it's because you didn't know yeah because sometimes for me it's like i write down things i write down things yeah but then when i think logically i'm like well how am i going to get there from what i'm doing now yes so for me like how we said earlier about um my original idea was to have a bridal studio it could still happen but i'm somebody who's very stuck in like oh if it doesn't happen a hundred percent like this i don't i'm not doing it you know mm-hmm. it's like i'll be like Oh, I want to save this amount, but if I'm if I can't save that amount, I'm not saving. You know, I was very like, I, it was like, I was weird like that, like black or white, black like or white, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, I have to be in the gray somehow with some things. You know, it can't be like so left or right. Yeah. So 
that was number one. I had to be like, okay, you can't just, you can't be so stuck on having it exactly how you want it. And then I remember one time I heard this term of like, um, it's like a, it's like a child trying to catch a butterfly. They catch the butterfly, but they're so excited and they crush it and they, they oh, kill it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm that kid. <laughs> I want something so bad that I'm stifling it, you know? So I'm just like, forget it. Like you have to relax, chill, you know, whatever happens, happens. If, if you can do it, you can do it. If you can't, you can't. Whatever you can do, you do. And that's it. So for this studio, mm -hmm. to be honest, for a lot of things that's been happening this year, but in October of last year, like how I said, oh, I was tired of everything being so repetitive. October of last year, I was like, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I want 2020 to just be a whole different experience, like completely different nothing the same as what i'm doing now like i don't even want the same schedule i don't want i don't want mm -hmm. nothing to look like mm -hmm. how it looked the previous years mm -hmm. like i want everything to be a completely different vibe like like something just different but i didn't know what and i was like okay what you're gonna do is write down stuff that you would like or maybe a feeling you would like and what would give you that feeling and just write that down and then i'm gonna organize it into quarters so I wrote down things like, you know, debt free, save money. Um, I put studio, I put work with uh, bigger brands. I put so much stuff. Like I even put down 30th birthday party, like mm -hmm. just stuff that I would want. And then I made a whole list and then I said, okay, now I'm gonna split it up into quarters for 2020. So like first quarter, this, this, and this. Second quarter, this, and this. Third, fourth, whatever. And so first quarter, whatever, first quarter was pretty soft because I know I don't like to hackle it myself, you know, the first quarter, January to March, I'm like, whatever. And then I noticed that like, even some things that I put for first quarter, March was coming and I was like, um, you didn't even do that yet, you know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, what the heck? I'm not doing anything, you know? I just kind of yeah. have that feeling again or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Relax. Like the year, you're just first quarter in, there's three more quarters, like chill. And then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> COVID hit, but it is so crazy because COVID was like the best. I think, yeah, COVID was what propelled a lot of people either into yes. their businesses or into their passions or, you know, whatever was meant for them. Yeah, COVID did that for it, a lot of people. It honestly just like, I don't know what, it's like as soon as COVID hit, it's like that's when stuff started happening for me. I was like, whoa, like every day I was like, is this real? Like, this can't be real. I'm like, no. I just almost felt like it was too good to be true. Mm -hmm. And like something bad is going to happen. That's almost how I felt. Because that's when I was, uh, I did the video for Pretty Little Thing. Um, Morphe's Glam Fam is like their little baby PR list. And like there was a few other things. And I was like, oh my God, like when this, why now? Like all of a sudden all this stuff is happening, you know? And then basically for the studio, funny thing, okay. In October, I put studio for second quarter. But it's like when March came, just before um, the whole lockdown, I was like, oh, let me look at my second quarter plans. And I saw studio and I was like, yeah, I might have to put that to fourth quarter as planned for studio for 2021. Mm -hmm. I literally was like, okay, I'm going to move it to the end of the year because that's not happening anytime soon. Forget <laughs> it. Like, I'm going to move it to planning for, for uh -huh. 2021. And I have a friend. Well, that's who I opened it up with. Chanel. My friend Chanel. Hey, Chanel. <laughs> But um, basically, I w me and her had looked at a few places before COVID and stuff. And I was like, uh, like, I'm okay. Let's just stop looking until like we find something that we actually, actually like. Mm -hmm. 
I'm still not thinking it's really going to happen. I was just like, okay, cool. Like, we're looking, whatever. And then in April, this is when, like, everything's closed. Like, why are we even considering this? She calls me and she's like, oh, I found the place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Like, why are you even looking? Everything's closed. We're not supposed to be looking at anything. Like, we're not opening anything. Like, why are we looking? And she's like, no, meet me tomorrow at 12 at this place. And mm-hmm. So I said, okay. Like, I'm still like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not happening, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I go and look with her, and she tells me how much. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. It looked, like, not so cute, but I was just like, it, I don't know what it was. It's like, when I got there, I was like, I feel like this could work. Like, yeah, I, I legit was like, yeah. It was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, I'm like, okay, fine, yeah, we'll do it. I don't mm-hmm. know what just made me feel like, okay, this is it. Like, we're going to do it. And it's like, even me saying we're going to do it, I still was kind of like skeptical. I was like, yeah, I could say we're going to do it, but in the end, it's going to fall through and mm-hmm. it's not going to happen, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in two seconds, like poof, they drafted up a contract. We went back and forth, revised it, and then we signed it. And I was like, okay, I signed it, but it's still not going to happen. Like something's going to happen where it's not going to happen. And then they were like, okay, it's yours. And we're like, oh, damn, that's it. So I started buying all my stuff from Ikea and it still didn't feel real. And then when I got all my stuff, I'm like, okay, maybe it'll feel real now. Mm-hmm. No. Then I brought all my stuff in, set up everything. I'm like, okay, like I'm setting up my stuff, but it's still not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when it was all done, I was like, wow, like, is this for real? <laughs> and yeah. it was crazy because that's when I went back to my um, journal and I was like, wow, I said second quarter and it's second quarter. So you said um, when you when you first started to write out like how you want the year to play out, you were like, I'm going to write it and then I'm going to feel how it would be. Yes. I just want to like. How did the, you do that when, feeling? Yeah. First in October, I was just like, I just wanted my year to feel like, okay, I don't know how to describe it, but you know, just picture, close your eyes and picture you have no debt, you have money summertime you know you, you have your friends you could go wherever you want mm-hmm. oh you want to go to the beach okay cool we're gonna go to the beach have some drinks have some fun like mm-hmm. you know you have your own business you can go when you want leave when you want that's it that's just the feeling that i wanted i just wanted to like you know enjoy like just almost like no responsibilities but your responsibilities you know like you're very secure and you have yeah your, I'm secure like your own, um you know freedom yeah i'm free exactly <laughs> So I just wanted to be free and it's like, I'm not worrying about paying bills. And the thing is, it's like, that's not the case. I don't want to say that's not the case. I still have to pay for everything. But it's just like, I'm very lighthearted with everything at this current moment, you know? So and, like, okay, wait, a yeah. question. How did you, how many times did you like feel that feeling? Like, how like, did you do it? Throughout, oh, like, um, like did you before or? And then that was it? Or like every time you thought about your goals, you thought? You know what? Not every time I thought about my goals because it's weird. I'm a very skeptical person. Like, okay. Even this whole process, I was like, okay, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it is. And it's like, oh, it's working all right, you know? And it's it's weird because quarantine just made me get into that mind frame of, okay, just believe it'll happen. Like, you're very deserving. It'll mm-hmm. happen. Like, you can't even say it won't happen. Because, for example, like, for uh, Pretty Little Things, I reached out to them. Mm-hmm. They probably have, like, so many emails coming to them. And for some reason, I was like, you know what? Let me email them. I have a Magic Links right mm-hmm. account and I've done two hauls for them already like with my own money bought the stuff myself whatever and I decided to just go on my magic links to see like who are what are my top sales from and it was from pretty little thing mm-hmm. and I saw that I was doing like 10,000 so 10, USD for them and I said excuse me 
10,000 USD I'm making for you guys. And my commission is like, you know, what, what do they give? 10% or something? And I'm like, no. So I took my stats. And this is something that, um, like when I said, when I was doing the reviews and stuff, and it made me see a whole different world of YouTube. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about magic links and stuff. But I knew from doing product reviews, hey, I put the links in my video and I can make commission back from the stuff that I'm buying, right? Which is what was happening. And then I, yeah, I learned about affiliate links and everything like that. So basically with learning about affiliate links, I was like, oh, I'm going to research some more. And I found videos of like how to email brands. Um, I read that book, Influencer by Brittany Hennessy. It just talked about like, she's a, um, yeah, like social media marketer. She manages like influencers. Okay. So she does the sending out the emails but she, yeah exactly i read that book i saw her like example emails and all that type of stuff or like the formats and that's basically what i did i was like okay oh. i'm gonna tell you guys first look i love you guys so much da, da, da. this is what i've done for you guys oh, this is what i want from you guys and you know i look forward to hearing from you you know but it's funny because i had emailed them before no response this is mm -hmm. like last year Mm -hmm. But when I sent my stats and everything, poof, I got an email the same day. And she, the person that I emailed wasn't even the person. She's like, oh, I'm going to forward this email to this person who deals with that stuff. And later that day, she emailed me She emailed me back and she's like, this is what we can do with you. Pick 10 items, blah, blah, blah. You can do a video. Thank you so much. You know? Mm -hmm. So all that happened during quarantine. And I was like, oh my God. But during that process, I was like, it's not going to happen. Really? They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not even gonna respond to me. But I'll shoot my shot. Who cares? What's the worst? You know, I'm gonna hear oh. no. <laughs> and I legit was like, they're not gonna respond. And they responded. And then same thing with Morphe. All mm. I I actually emailed them saying, hey, like I just want to do an Instagram takeover if that's possible. And they're like, oh no, but we want to put you <laughs> on this list where we could send you free stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> So it's like if I wow. never asked or if I never put it out there, it would have never, never know. happened, right? So interesting because like all these books and everything that I, I watch, yes. they always say like you have to feel it real. Yes. So that's why I asked you like how often did you do yes. it? Because for me, I'm very skeptical too. So I'll say one thing but believe another. Yes. And then that's when I try to feel it real. But then it's like, and then I, I keep doing it and it's like, okay, I can't overdo it. Cause yes. it's kind of like, it's almost like, um, okay, here's the thing. Same thing you're doing because I've, I've read so much books mm -hmm. as well or like watch a lot of videos where it's like, oh, you have to um, like say your goal is to, I don't know, open a hair company. You have to see yourself um, receiving the packages, sending out the packages. Yeah. What's that feeling of you receiving money? Da, 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 right. And I used to do that and I'm like, Ugh, nothing's happening. You know, <laughs> nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I'm like, okay. You're being doubtful or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But for me, one thing that was always like a thing and it never changed, but yeah, never changed. And I was always like this from a kid. I always believe in what I'm doing. Like, 100%. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. But I'm also, like, guarded in a way. I'm like, I want this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like that. But the the feeling of, like, okay, force the feeling. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. It's working. I I, I stopped doing that. It, I honestly, for you. it wasn't working for me to be honest. I'm like, Ugh, like nothing's happening. Da, da, da. But I do believe whatever is for you will legit happen for you. Like, end of story. I like I said that for you as well when you said that you signed for the place and yeah. you still didn't think it was real, and then you started buying products. 
Well, actually, so you signed for the place, and then you didn't think it was real. It was real. But then you yeah. made all these things happen that yes. made it come become real. Yes, exactly. It was kind of like once you made the decision, once you signed on the dot, yes. that's when you kind of That's like, for, yeah, for me, I'm very much like that. Yeah. I always will, like, throw myself into something, even if I'm not 100% sure. I'll be like, I don't know about this, but mm, do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Literally, because I like that whole, like... You never I, know. Yeah, you never know. Happens. And I always, my biggest fear is wondering, what if... That's like, me. I hate being like, oh, what if I didn't do it, you know? Hence why we're on the podcast. I yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't, like, what would have happened if I if didn't, didn't do, do it? It's like, you know, yeah. I'm so like, that's no. how I think, too. I hate wondering what if it's like, damn, so lame. Because that's like, I, like, my biggest fear is to live a life of, like, regretting what would have happened if I had done X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Like, that's, that's my biggest fear. fear of me. I'm always like, take that damn chance. Like, just do it. Because even yeah. when I was there, I was like, hmm. I don't know about this place, but mm, it could happen. It could work. I'm like, you know what? Just sign. And if mm-hmm. you sign, you're locked in. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's the worst that can happen? It's a year lease. What's the worst? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I mean, it could be. Yeah, there's could, a lot. There's a lot of worse. But, but I was just like, <laughs> no. I, I always just feel like I'm like, I'm not meant to live in hardship, you know? So it's like, I, I will guess. not. I will. If I do this, I'm not going to be homeless. Like, if I do this. And it doesn't work out. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. I'm, you know? So I'm like, like your life isn't over. Yeah, my life won't be over. So I'm, that's yeah. that's what I mean by, like, what's the worst? Because my worst would be, like, no money, homeless, like, you know, stuff like that. I'll be like, damn. And I'm like, if I do this, like, I won't end up like that. So just do it. I don't know. I just feel like it won't work out like that. So just do mm-hmm. it. Who cares, you know? <laughs> or see what happens. So, like, what advice would you give someone that is trying to manifest their dreams into reality? through writing it down what would you say i'd say yeah like first number one write it down also another thing i don't do as well my journal strictly dickly only has stuff that i want in it like stuff that i i don't put like i'm not calculating my debt in there i'm not doing any of that so i don't want manifesting journal only yes it's only for my goals and stuff like positive stuff i don't even write anything negative like if you think negatively about about money do not even write that in there get on the next piece of paper don't put that in there that's number one Mm -hmm. so i do that and then just think of how it can happen like literally if say like for me opening the studio and then i found out how much it was i was like okay the first thing i did so this is how much money i need to have for the month this is how much i need to have each week Okay, cool. This is how much I get paid. And then if I have this much clients, like if worst came to worst, if I had to pay from my own pocket, this is what it would be. Or I'd have to have this much clients to have my rent plus my profit. You know, I had to do the The math. The math. Like, so I went backwards. Like, what can I do to have this thing? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So write it down. Then number two, think about how, what are the steps to even get there? That's it. And then number three, it's like so easy, guys. Just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Because I find if you mm-hmm. even think about it, like you will literally like talk yourself out of it. I'm That's pretty true. sure if I did not sign that paper, like if I said, oh, let me think about it. It probably wouldn't have happened. Somebody else would have come snatch up that place and I'd have been like, ah, damn. I should have <laughs> did it, you know? But, but yeah. I know me. I'm like, I overthink. If I think yeah. about something too long, I will not do it. That's why you had to, like, sign it. Right I had to sign there. it. I had to be like, oh, damn, you guys wow. drafted up the contract? Mm, yep, signing that. Wow. That's it. Signing <laughs> this right now because it's, like, your force. It's like, oh, well, I'm here. That's it. Got to do it now. Wasn't it kind of also, like, did you feel, like, an urge, a pull? Like, was there a calling that was, like, this is it. You need to sign it type of thing? I felt I like, those. 
here's the thing. I didn't feel like a pull, but I didn't feel like, um, I almost didn't feel, I don't want to say nervous, but I didn't feel like a no. Yeah. Like I always say to myself as well, if it's not a no, it's a yes. Like if you're thinking about something and you're not saying, nah, this is bad, then it's a yes. Just mm-hmm. do it then, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like, oh, this is a bad idea. And I was like, mm, okay, then we're doing it. Yeah. That's so it. Maybe that was your intuition. Yeah, maybe that was my, yeah, seriously. And even for me as well, it's like I was doing makeup at home. But the thing is, it's like I wasn't really promoting myself that that much. Like I was just pushing my YouTube stuff more mm-hmm. so, but not so much my freelance because I hate just bringing so much people in my house. So I was like, you know what? This is the this is the little space that you're talking about. Like, just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because literally I have so much more bookings now than ever before. Like, wow. than ever, you know? And it's just like when people see that you have like a designated uh, yeah. area, they're going to feel comfy to come, you know? They're going to be like, oh, this is a, a business. Yeah, like, this is a business. This is professional. <laughs> I'm, I'm going there. Real yeah. makeup artist. Oh, it's not in her bedroom now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's circle back to the first question that you couldn't answer like five years ago. Yes. What is next for Sandy Beauty? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'll give you guys, I'll be very honest with you guys because whatever. Here's another thing because, okay, I just want to say something. Me and Sharice had talked about something the other day. So um, we were talking about if you have a goal or a plan, do you like to tell people? Yep. That's what we were talking about. Do you like to tell people? (laughs) Right? Or do you keep it to yourself? And I was saying, like, it was, like, a half and half. Like, when this whole process was happening, it was, like, so quick to me. Because mm-hmm. the whole going back and forth with the revising of the contract, it was, like, a whole two-week thing. By the time I signed, it was, like, oh, time to decorate. Oh, now we're open, you know? Mm-hmm. My friends didn't know that I was even opening anything. Or that it was in the works. No, no, they didn't know it was even opening. I literally told them when it was already, like, Done. It's basically done. And I was like, oh, guys, I'm, I, I'm yeah. opening a studio. And they're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's basically what happened. But not so much because, like, I was like, oh, my God, if I say they're going to crush my dreams. But it, it's just because it happened so quickly. But I'm very much somebody who's like, if I'm planning something, I kind of like to say it also because it almost holds me accountable. It kind of, like, to me, it kind of, like, makes it... It's, like, like makes it, it makes permanent. it permanent. Yeah, yeah. or else someone's going to be like, didn't you say you're going to, you know, and, yeah, and I'll be like, oh, my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm going to tell you guys, because I was going to say, oh, no, I don't want to say what's next, but... That's you. No, 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 I'll say what's next, because it'll hold me, like, very accountable, because there's a lot of people listening. <laughs> but, um, so, I'm mm-hmm. going to be coming out with... My brush line. Precious. Yes, my brushes. Yes, Sharice knows about it. So I'm going to announce it here. You, exclusive. You guys are yes. first before my YouTube subscribers, okay? Um, but yeah, so that is what I'm working on now. It's just, yeah, it's in the works. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's happening, you know? I feel like, and also it's like you're on this. It's like know, a ball like rolling. Ball yeah. yeah. So it's like the, the first thing was, I guess, um, quitting your job i guess but then oh my gosh thing. guys i know i didn't even that. talk about that sharice just jumped over okay okay let me tell you guys okay and this is why we were even like talking about manifestation the other day but okay so my lease said june 15th is when we open but because of the bylaws like the band and everything um if the restrictions weren't lifted by june 15th then the opening date will be july 1st so June 15th comes, we don't know what's happening mm-hmm. with the restrictions or whatever. And literally, like, we're, well, 
yeah, you guys already know I work for Mac. But because of COVID and stuff, like, you know, they're restructuring the business. And mm-hmm. of course, some people have to get let go or hours are being cut or whatever they're planning to do. So June 15th on paper is what we signed off on for our studio date to be open. That day comes, of course, the laws are not lifted, so we're not open open yet. And June 16th, I had a call with HR and um, basically like my manager's boss mm-hmm. saying that either A, my hours can get cut or B, I could take a severance package yeah. and I won't be working there anymore. And literally I was like, what? But you know, the funny thing is, and this is why I say, just say what you want to say, like say it out loud because you never know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, During COVID, we were getting paid while we were not at work. So that was like a whole two months. And then I go back to work and like maybe the second day I was like, damn, like I'm just not feeling this, you know, not really feeling it anymore. And I wish I could still get paid, but not work. Like, I want to get paid from here, mm-hmm. but not work. Just like COVID. I mean, just like when we were um, closed. Mm-hmm. Like, just, we're getting paid, but we're not at work. I, I'm like, I just want to still do that, you know? How can I get paid, but not be at work? So when that happened, I was like, whoa. So I'm still going to be getting paid, and I'm not going to be at work. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And it, on the 16th, the day after we were supposed to open, technically. And I was like, whoa, this is but weird. That's so trippy for you. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, it's literally the next day. into place. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I got, I'm like, yeah. yeah. So they told me to think about it. And I was like, mm, I already know what I'm going to do. Because this is what I, I, I was like, I wish this could happen. And look. So when you said that, you just like, let it go. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't very like on it, on it. I was just yeah. like, damn, I'm like, this ain't it. This ain't it, man. When I was when I went back to work, I was like, this is not it. Like it just I was like, oh God, no. Like it just doesn't feel like this is it anymore. Yeah. I just it just felt like the time expired. And I you, was just it there. was a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. For me, because yeah. every year I'm like, this October I'm this leaving. Time. Yeah. Like, yeah. This October. <laughs> and it's funny because like my severance is basically like it ends basically end of September. So technically mm. October I won't actually be tied anymore you wow know? look at all those like and i was like wow there's a bunch of connections happening and alignments yeah. happening yeah but um, number one is like you have to actually believe that it'll happen i'm working on it's it it's like I believe swear. like it's for real gonna happen but it's like in the meantime just live yeah. your live just your life do your, just, just do, do your do thing you. but for me i always stayed within like i stayed in my lane so it's like i wasn't like doing um makeup on youtube then i'm like something oh and then i'm doing tech on the side and then i'm doing mm-hmm. blah blah like i always kept everything in line like like you stay true to like what i you stay true to, to what do. i was doing exactly because i feel like that way you won't get cloudy or mm-hmm. there's no distractions that way you're staying in your lane oh my gosh so many things for me to sorry oh my gosh yeah. but um no like thank you for telling your story sharing your story with with me and the listeners because yes. you know obviously i believe in that so much and i told you that yeah. hearing your story and just seeing how things have played out is also inspiring for me because well, thanks like, it just kind of like grounds me in like what i'm doing is possible as well yeah very possible i know it is but like you know it yeah. just uh, it helps to have people around you that are also like having things come in together so i would say anything's possible i swear on everything i'm like if i didn't believe it then i believe now because i'm so i i honestly still don't even believe that i have a studio 
Like it's not even real. It's still not even real. I'm like, I thought it was at least real now. No, it's still not. Every time I go there, I'm like, whoa, like this is real stuff. <laughs> Maybe in another like two months it'll yeah. hit you. But it, yeah. it almost doesn't even feel real that I don't work. Oh yeah, like, yeah I'm yeah, not at work anymore. Like that I'm like, oh, what's my schedule? Oh yeah, I don't have one. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, that's so good. Yeah. Thanks well, for having me, Sharice. Well, thank you for sharing your yes. stuff. Yes. So and also, guys. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah, sorry. Gotta plug. They, shameless yeah. plug. How can they Sandy keep Beauty. Um, that's two words on Instagram. But once you type in Sandy Beauty, you'll find me. And then on YouTube, also Sandy Beauty. All right. Yes. There you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>